my first reaction was shock. And then you start to say, okay, now we've got to move on. How do we tackle this? What do we do? You just realise that you do have a God that looks after you. Over a six-year period, Michelle faced breast cancer, a brain tumour and Hodgkin's disease. Cancer can suddenly show up in many different ways, but you don't have to face it alone. I'm Richard Fox and this is Messages of Hope. Today, Michelle and Philip will share their story. Thanks, Philip and Michelle, for joining us today to share your journey. Michelle, it started in about um, 2008 when you were diagnosed with a brain tumour. Yes. Tell us what happened from there. Um, Shocking headache to start with. Had scans, found out that it was definitely um, a brain tumour and quite possibly benign. So that's what we worked on. Then had all the tests and found that it was that. Called a, a frontal lobe meningioma and had surgery and then three months of sort of recouping at home. Something happened between being diagnosed for your brain tumour and then having surgery for it. Yes, yep, breast cancer. (laughs) How did that come about? So I was waiting to have my surgery for my brain tumour. We decided to go to uh, Victoria for a holiday to see my parents. Why was that important for you? Oh, because we knew that we wouldn't be able to travel for three months. And in that time, we had a letter through to have a mammogram. I had my mammogram and found out that we have breast cancer. That was a big shock. And um, we had surgery straight away for that. Two weeks after that, had my brain tumour out. And then after that, started radiotherapy. And that was fairly straightforward. I'm I'm in awe of the people that, that do the radiation. But more so for us, we were blown away by the amount of people that are waiting each session for radiation. That used to blow us away each time, each day. Ten deep, lined up. Unbelievable. And you sort of and I think then you think they were ill. I didn't classify myself as ill. (laughs) They were ill people. And and I think that's when you sort of see how many other people are worse than what you are. That's, you know, that's a big grounding too because you think it's, I'm not going through that, what they do. Yeah. How were you feeling, Philip, through that whole period of brain tumour, breast cancer treatment? I think um, Michelle gave me my strength because she didn't break down um, and, and go into a big heap or anything like that. She moved on with everything and we do it as a partnership. And in, in all honesty, it wasn't that hard. Where would you say that strength comes from? I, th- I think everybody's so matter-of-fact and everybody knows what they're doing. I think that's the biggest thing, yeah. So it gives you confidence? Oh, absolutely. You're in, you know, you just realise that you are in good hands. There was no waiting around. Was that a blessing that the surgery happened so quickly? Oh, absolutely. No dwelling that. time, yeah. Mm, yeah. Def- yeah, for sure. Probably longer when I had the brain tumour, but we, we chose to put surgery off, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Which was lucky. Because if we hadn't put that off, I wouldn't have the mammogram, which was just, well, that's probably life-saving. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then something else happened sometime later after that. Yeah. <laughs> A third round. <laughs> Hodgkin's. <laughs> we thought it was lung cancer. Yeah, we, we were diagnosed with lung cancer. Uh-huh. And when we're thinking it was lung cancer, I thought, oh, damn, okay, well, the cancer's got me. (laughs) It wasn't like I'm over this. It was like, okay, it's got me. Well, I think to start with, I probably went numb because you know that that's not not a good diagnosis. 
So then to find out it was Hodgkin's, we thought, Phew, how lucky is that? Different altogether. Treatable and curable. Treatable, yeah, mm. yeah. And if um, chemo doesn't work, there are other things that can happen. I sort of thought I'd been so lucky escaping chemo with breast cancer. <laughs> I was a little bit smug, I think, and then, yeah, got hit with that. But it, that was much better than what I anticipated. Yeah. We're talking with Philip and Michelle about their journey through brain tumour, breast cancer and Hodgkin's all within a matter of six years. Can you tell us a bit about the chemo treatment, um, particularly for people who haven't gone through that themselves? Each dose seemed to bring something different. Mm. You couldn't <clears throat> say um, each dose was going to be the same because one time Michelle would be tired, another time... Tiredness was the worst. Another time she'd feel ill. So it all varied. Um, there's times that you don't sleep, there's times that you're constipated, there's times that you've got diarrhoea, there's times that you can't eat. Um, I, at, it, I, there was only once that I actually felt ill and that was third or fourth day in after the first session. But lucky I had a friend that had been an oncology nurse that lined us up with everything we could possibly need in the house to cover every aspect of it. It all worked. Through all of this, did you suffer any depression ever? No, I probably was just honest with myself. Okay, you can't do that. You know, you, you have to work around it. You know, the days that I sat out of bed for the whole day, I was wrapped, you know, but the days that I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, and that was all there was to it. But there was always like a, the kids would always call in, all the grandkids and Jack would walk in and he'd say something about, oh, Nan's not too good today. That's her chemo that's caused that, you know, one day. Jack was with us and he said, Nana, when you feel better after you've had chemo, can you buy me a pony? I think he thought that he'll get me while I'm down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't win. <laughs> so your chemo recently finished earlier this year in 2014. Yep. Where are you at now? Um, still tired. I've had, I had an infection after I finished chemo, so that knocked me around for probably the last two months. Um, the oncologist told Philip the other day when Philip asked him, like last Wednesday, how long does he think that this will all take? And he said at least 12 months. And the tests at this point show that it's been treated and it's all clear? And all in remission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Messages of Hope and an interview with Philip and Michelle about their journey through cancer. Feel free to go to our Facebook page, Messages of Hope, and make a comment about today's program. That's Facebook, Messages of Hope. Michelle, what support has been really helpful um, through this journey? We, we've got a, a really good network of friends. You know, there's been three girls that made sure, young ones, that made sure that there were meals here the whole time for us. Um, where I was working at a cafe, their chef made sure she'd call and bring meals to us and made sure that if we weren't going okay, we'd order dinner through them. It'd always be plated up for us just to bring home. Philip would go and get that, you know, it's just nice things. A, a lot of Christian friends as well, caring through um, the church group, you know, they're having prayer groups. Um, and I've always been very open about anything that's happened in my life. And so they knew how to deal with me. So we had just 
complete, I don't know, honest support. Um, and that helps, I think, too, you know, and being very open about everything. Yeah. So you're not trying to do it on your own? No, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think we've got such a good close family unit. I think that's an amazing thing to have in your life as well. So there was no stress in our house at all. I think that was the big Just thing, wasn't it? Caring of Just, yeah. our friends. Yeah. Yeah, that rallied around. Yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Now, you're both Christians and have a relationship with God. Um, how important has that been in handling all of these health issues? For um, me, extremely important. And a lot of prayer, and those prayers have, prayers have been answered. Um, and I think that helps you get through as well. It just make, to me, it makes it easy to hang on. How would you feel if those answers weren't that Michelle went into remission, but that the cancer took her life? It, it would have been tough, but I still would have accepted it because we're only here a short period of time on this earth anyway, as far as I'm concerned. Um, there's a bigger picture um, and it would have been devastating, but um, if that's God's will, well, so be it. Oh, yeah, I feel the same way, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. just think I've been, um, yeah, just lucky to get through things the way I've, you know, got through things. And I think I've always been grateful for the life that I've had, very thankful. And, um, you know, sort of I think even in, in my prayers, I sort of never really asked for anything I've always sort of just been thankful for what I have had, but there were a few times there that, you know, I'd, I'd be, you know, sort of saying, okay, well, I need help with this lot. <laughs> mm. And you get through it and it's good, you know, just even simple things, you know, you'd, you'd have answers for, or then there'd be a phone call from somebody or, you know, just to help you through. So it's, you know, I think there's a plan for your life and, and you have to accept that plan, yeah. Philip, when you mentioned the bigger picture before, how would you describe that to someone who hasn't had that Christian experience? Well, someone that hasn't had that Christian experience, they're here on this earth and then it just stops. Um, I haven't got that picture. Mine is the life after with my maker and, and have uh, the rest of my life in heaven with him, yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, probably the same for me too, but I just, I, I just like to know that... Um, that while, while I'm still living, I make the best of what I can as a person. Has going through the brain tumour, the breast cancer, the Hodgkins, has that changed your perspective on life at all? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's changed my perspective. Uh, I just think that it's um, probably made me a little bit less impatient. Yeah, I sort of always, you know, on the go and want things to happen. And that's probably made me a little bit more relaxed. You know, your body tells you that you have to settle down. So that's, that's probably been a big thing too, that it doesn't matter if, you, if things don't happen. Yeah, yeah, probably been a little bit, yeah, I don't know, I'm less I'd demanding. probably say I take a lot less for granted now. Mm. Um, and, and I thank the Lord for a lot of things now that I never used to. I just, no, just get up and go. But now I appreciate a lot more. Yeah. For someone who's listening and is maybe going through cancer at the moment, what encouragement would you have for them? Share the load. Oh, yes, yeah, share the load. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk about everything. Yeah. Um, that's the only way you manage. You don't have to hold anything in yourself. You don't, you don't need to. I think just appreciate all the medical people. Um, they've been given a gift 
to treat us. So just go with it. Our, um, our oncologist said cancer is more like a infectious disease. An infectious disease. So common. So he said it's so common now. It's a part of our whole life. So we have to be open about it. And I don't think we ever had any, at any stage, um, like negative thoughts. It was always positive. Stay positive and... and All the um, time. And, you know, just be open-minded for what people have to offer, you know, and, and um, be yourself. Don't try to be too brave. Yeah, you, you do have a God that looks after you. You're listening to Messages of Hope. For more about facing cancer with courage, go to messagesofhope.org.au or call us for a free booklet, Cancer Courage. You'll read stories of other cancer survivors where amongst all the doubts and worries, God gave them hope. For your free booklet, Cancer Courage, call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. Or go to messagesofhope.org.au. I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church, where love comes to life. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope.